Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Missed Dues. It was written by Mike Mason and Scott Dorward, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Our GM for this game is Zane Fleming, and this is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Zane? Hey guys, uh, welcome to uh, Miss Jews. I'm really excited to uh, get started. Um, for anybody watching, um, if you know the scenario and things, uh, there's going to be some, a few slight changes, so don't be too stressed or uh, anything about that. I hope you really enjoy the story. Uh, without any further ado, I'm going to uh, hand over to uh, each of my, my players. We're going to introduce um, who they're playing. Everyone in the game is playing uh, criminals of, of some kind uh, in uh, Arkham. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over first to um to abel um do you want to introduce us to your character sure uh, my character is uh, anthony Noguera. he is a actually originally from uh catalonia in spain and um yeah he's had a uh, very troubled childhood he was uh got a bit of the polio but recovered um uh, but still sort of leaves a mark on him you know, he stutters a little bit sometimes his hands shake but he is the uh, the best forger you will find around here. I object to being called a criminal, honestly. I'm more of a, a young man um, whose circumstances in life haven't been very fortunate. And I'm just trying to get by as best I can without being labeled. Thank you very much. <laughs> Noted. Uh, and next up, let's hear from um, Raymond. Ah, well, at all, at all, it's just me, this Raymond but I'm going to be playing the part of Connor Ryan. And Connor Ryan is a young, young man. He's, a, he's 22 and he can always remember his age because except for the first 15 days of the month, he was born on January the 15th. He can remember his age because of the year it is. So after Christmas, he just doesn't remember, but it doesn't matter because he's always drunk. Now, he's a nice five foot, four inch tall lad. He's got a nice slim build, pretty athletic. And he's got some lovely green eyes that are always twinkling. He's got a smile in his voice and he's got a smile on his face as always because nothing's too hard. And the reason for that, you see, is because at the age of 16, in 1916 that was, because it was after January the 15th, he got involved in a little bit of an uprising that started his primary education in the British internment camps after trying to raise up an Irish Republic. At the same time as he was doing that, he joined the Sinn Féin. And then for two years, he just buckled down. Now, well, a little bit more recently, after the end of that big war, where you're all sitting there in trenches, we've been out there fighting out there in the bogs of Ireland. And we got ourselves, finally, an Ireland. But it wasn't completely whole. So now I've decided that it's a little bit hot over there because there's that thing called internecine fighting. And families get a little bit iffy with each other if you know them sort of orange and green things about Ireland but I'll tell you more about that later and so a few months ago I came to the United States and I've been trying to break into society that's all I can say about that and I haven't fared all that well in the last few weeks but I've fallen in with a couple of nice likely lads there's Nevin who'll you be hearing from in a little while and then we'll see where we're going on this fine, fine, fine excursion into the darkness. 
Thank you very much. Uh, and next off, let's hear from Tom. Well, I'm going to be playing the Nevin O'Leary. I'm a fourth generation uh, Irishman, but I'm from I'm I'm from here in the United States. I, I don't say much. I uh, I like to stay quiet. Uh, given a description the way my my friend uh, here does, uh, I got red hair. I got green eyes. I'm. Uh, not very good looking. I got a lot of acne scars, you know, but I dress nice. And uh, by, uh, by profession, I'm a burglar. Uh, uh, my last name is O'Leary, which is a rather prominent family in, uh, in uh, Arkham. And uh, I hope that I can live up to my, uh, my family name. But uh, so far, I ain't doing so good. And that's about all there is, I got to say. No problem. And last, but definitely not least, uh, Josh. I'll be playing Kieran Lucky Coonan. I'm a 38-year-old headman. And, well, my uh, wife and kids passed away in a fire a few years back. And now my only treasure is a picture I carry in my pocket. Uh, you can usually find me at my mate's bar. He's called Harry. And I just ha usually have a flask of whiskey and just sit back and relax. Awesome. Uh, we do have one other player. Unfortunately, uh, they're, they're not with us at the moment. Um, so they will hopefully be joining us later in this episode or um, in the next ones. Without further ado, uh, let's jump into it. Um, before the game started in the last couple of weeks, I have been emailing the players um, about a job um, they have recently pulled off that has gone uh, awry, it's gone wrong, and it has left them in debt to uh, the Irish crime family, which is the strongest uh, crime family in Arkham. Um, and I, the, I've told them of, of, of the situations they were, they were last in. Um, without any further ado, let's jump in. A cold splash of water wakes you from uh, the sleep that you were in and a few things you notice straight away as, as you come to. Your mouth is gagged. You've got some sort of cloth in your mouth and something strapped across your face. You have some sort of sack or cloth over your, over your entire head. Um, your hands are tied with rope behind your back and then tied to your ankles. So you're being forced into a sort of kneeling position. Um, and uh, as you're coming to, you can slowly start to hear voices around you. Um, and these are, these are American Irish voices and stuff. And they're just talking about the most mundane stuff. Like, well, I think my girlfriend's cheating on me and oh, that blasted whore, you know, cheat me out of my money and stuff like that. Just real mundane, nothing, nothing, nothing too particular. Um, and with that, you, the, the sacks are pulled off your, your head and um, you look around you and um, you know, adjust your eyes to the light. Um, there's not much of it where you guys are. Uh, you can tell it's daylight, but uh, and you, you realize you're in a, a large abandoned warehouse, almost like factory. So it's concrete floors, um, very industrial walls and kind of things like that. Just a couple of smash windows or grimy windows. 
and, and surrounding you are about five men. Uh, and they're all having conversations with each other. Um, the one who's come, walk, you, you guys are all in a line um, and, and you're all kneeling down. You've been covered with, with water and, and stuff like that. Um, and uh, the one, the man who, who has taken the sacks off you, he drops the sacks and goes over to his friends. Um, you realize that all these men are, are pretty, you know, they're well-armed. A couple of them have got brass knuckles. One guy's got a nice big machete knife. Uh, a couple of them have got Tommy guns. These guys are, are, are very well-armed. Um, it's at this moment that at the end of the, the, the warehouse, you're at one end, at the other end with the big door, um, you hear the door scrape open um, and enters a very tall man, a uh, tall, big guy. And uh, he, he wears, um, you know, nice gray dr dress shirt, suspenders. Uh, he's got his tie loosens and dress slacks. And carrying over his shoulder, he has a, um, another man. This man is completely naked. He's got his hands tied behind his back, sack on his head. And he's very clearly been, been beaten to a pulp. Um, you know, very, very, he's bleeding. There's bruising all over his body. Um, the man carrying him, it, it, he's got kind of black slicked back hair, um, you know, short trimmed on the side and stuff like that. And he's a pretty tough looking guy. Um, you guys know who this is. Um, it's a man by the name of Nails O'Keefe. Um, uh, he's an Irish mobster. Um, and he usually hangs around with one of the most feared men in Arkham today. Um, and that is a man by the name of Mordecai the Hammer O'Leary. Um, and this is a very feared name in, in the Irish mob. Um, and sure enough, as, as Nails moves out of the way, um, you see walking towards you, um, he's got his suspenders down to his side. He's just wearing a white singlet, which is completely covered in blood. His hands are just matted with blood. Um, he has a claw hammer. His, his iconic claw hammer is slung through one of his belt loops. Um, his normally slicked back long black hair is kind of a mess around his face and there's blood splatter everywhere. He's clearly the one who's been doing the damage to this guy. So they, they walk up and finally they're about five feet away from you. And uh, I, uh, I stop and say, uh, senores, good sirs, I you're bet gagged. you are wondering. You're, you're gagged. Man. Yeah, you're gagged. And, and, and uh, you guys are panicking, obviously, at this point, for sure. Um, at this, Nails dumps the body down right in front of you. Um, there's, a, there's a groan from the body. The person's alive, though very, very, very beaten. And um, O'Leary starts to, to, to sort of pace in front of you and things. And he goes, well, well, well. What's the cat dragged in? Now, don't look so scared. I just want a word with you. That's all. Mr. McCannon and Mr. Nagori. So glad you could both make it. I'm pleased you decided to stick around. I mean, losing a truckload of the boss's art like you did. I'm surprised you didn't hightail it off the donut and hide in the sticks. But nah, not you. You see, Nails? They're men of honour. Take their punishment like men. I like that. Who's this? Ah, Mr. Coonan. Now, what were you thinking? When we tell you to take someone out, we mean it, you damn goon. Such a mess you made of that particular job. Now, I'm the one who's got to clean it up. And he, he gestures towards the body on the ground. 
Oh, and before I miss anyone out, we are honoured to have these fucknuts with us. Now tell me, what were you thinking? You meant to be the scourge of Arkham, the both of you. Since when was it okay to rob the Arkham First National Bank, little cousin? How about you, Mr. Hotshot, Mr. Ryan? Here's a pointer for you next time. If you're going to rob a bank, at least make sure you're not going to steal from your own people. Aye, the money in that bank belongs to the Irish crime families. If it hadn't been for the tip-off about your little job, you'd both be dead already. Family included, Nevin. Jesus, I should whack all of you. And with that, he pulls out his hammer and slams it into the body on the ground who groans in pain. But I'm a reasonable man. At this, he gestures to Nail, and Nail steps forward and removes the gags from your mouth. Now, one by one, I want you to tell me what the fuck happened. Lucky, start talking. I just ran. I didn't know what to do. I just... There was, fr- there was three of them. What was I meant to do? I didn't know. I just, I just ran and didn't never look back. It just happened in a blur. Who was there? Uh, I just... I can't remember. It was all just a blur, man. Well, I, I think... know who was... I know who was there. It was the, the, Porte- the Portello twins. Frankie and Lou. And their father. You know the reason you're only alive right now? is because that gunshot that went off and when you ran. It killed Portello. So the Irish crime boss is dead. That's the only reason you're still breathing. Nevin. Why the fuck are you hanging out with this bastard? He needs training. And he's getting it from you? Are you taking the piss? You know that this one here, you know, he, 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 him and his brother have been causing trouble for the last couple of weeks, talking about how the Irish crime family don't know what they're doing. And you're going to walk around with him? Well, He's a what kid. A, what about you, hard man? Mr. I, I've come from Ireland, Mr. IRA. What have you got to say for yourself? Ah, oh, to be sure, it was just working for me sainted mother and freeing the, up the Irish. That's why I was in there taking the money. I mean... Sure, there was some for myself, but it was mostly to pass on to my good comrades so they can fight the good fight. They make a full Irish island all the way, north to south. Right, so you, you and your bra- brother, you're telling me, are very patriotic men, are you? Aye, we are. Third Tripperary Brigade, IRA. Right. See, that'd be funny then if I was to tell you that your brother was working with the Italians. Yeah, what? What the fuck? be interesting to find out that for sure. Lucky, what was the name of the man we asked you to kill? I, I don't remember, boss. I kind of just... Oh, a blur. His name was Michael. Uh, Michael Ryan. Uh, and he was hanging out with the Italians. He was also the one that called the bank and tipped off about your little brigade there. Oh, Mickerlene, 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 what have you done? What have you done? Yeah, hey, why don't you ask him yourself? And he pulls the sack off the body on the ground, and it's Michael. Oh, 
dear Michael, Michael, Michael. What a sad, sad state of affairs this is. I don't know what. I don't know what. I don't know what. And he's he's crying. You're seeing his face is all puffy and everything. He, he's very he's very badly beaten for sure. And he's gagged as well. Um, right, we'll get back to that later, Mister uh, Mister Nagori. What have you got to say for yourself? Lo- losing the boss's art like you did. I am the. Uh... How you say, I am the eyes. You will send me to look at the art to tell you if it is uh, if it is false or no. The art I appraise properly. The only man I saw, I describe him perfectly. Like slick back hair, pencil thin mustache, dress shirt, suspenders. He's the only man he pulled gun on me, smacked me across the back of the head, and that is all I know. And with that, um. The hammer looks up at Nails and goes, see, this is why I hate working with the Spaniards. They can't get the fucking job done. And then he looks over at, um, at, the, at the last men in the group, um, whose name is Liam. He was working with Antonio. And he goes, what have you got to say for yourself? And Liam just sort of looks away and, and, and keeps his mouth shut. He, he doesn't say anything. And he's right, we'll deal with you later. He goes, all right, now tell you what, you lot do me a little favor and perhaps I forget about the big problems you've caused me. What do you say? Yeah, sure, why not? Why not? Well? Absolutely, yes. Cousin? I am at your service. Right. Now, I you heard I'm sti- going to be making it right, too, because I'm not happy with what's my Micheline brother has done. This is not good. I had no idea it was Irish money. I could oh, it was Irish money. The Italians tried to hit the armored trucks. Well, for that, I'm going to apologize because I didn't know. I'm an idiot. A complete idiot for that one. Well, it would have been fine if our hitman had actually killed your brother in time. But <sighs> he's a thickin' idiot. Oh, no fucking true. I'm sorry. Have, have any of you murdered man heard about Sticky Jack. He's a small-time thief, a freelancer who keeps to himself. Now, see, me and Jack, we got an understanding. He don't pull nothing without my say-so. When he does, he makes a prompt contribution to our benevolent fund if you catch my drift. Well, a little bird tells me that Jack got offered a choice job by some new player that would reward Jack handsomely if he could do three lifts in one night. Now, greed... It's the downfall of lesser men, and Jack got greedy and forgot to appraise me of the situation. Out he goes into the night and pulls these three lifts. I don't know from what or from where. That was a week ago now, and no one's seen hide nor hear of Jack since the job was pulled. Uh, perhaps he's lying low. Perhaps he skipped town. I just don't know. All I know is that he owes me money. No one pulls a job around here without giving me my cut. Then I thinks to myself, I wonder who could do me a favor and look into this little situation. Now, who do I know that owes me a favor, Nails? And he looks at you all and, and winks. So, if you want to get square with me, and I strongly recommend that you do, you look into this for me. I want to know what he stole. Who this new player is and who hired him. And I want 
my money. I want answers. And if you can't get me money, at least get the items that he stole. You got to the end of the week. Now, fuck off! And he walks out of the room. Um, Nails picks up Michael, drapes him over his body. The other men in the group, they come back, untie you guys, and and, and, and dump you, uh, the few items that you had in, in front of you, and, and walk out of the um, walk out of the warehouse and, and just leave you guys to your own devices. Shit. <sighs> Are we still tied up? <laughs> no, no, no. The other mean I said the guys came and oh. cut your cut oh. your ropes. Thank fuck they took away that body. Jesus. Whew. <sighs> I was getting a bit sweaty there. I'm certainly so. looking long and thoughtfully after the disappearing crew there. So now you've met my cousin. Seems like a dickhead. Oh, he's just a playful little man there with a lot of balls, I think. Be careful what you say. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. O'Leary. I'm sorry. Well, Nevin, it seems we're quite a pickle here. And I had no idea. As far as I knew, we hadn't let anything slip. But if it's been Brother Michael... Oh, shame, shame, shame. Well, he's very angry. And in his position, I also would be very angry. Right, so who is it we've got to go see there? Do I know Sticky Jack? Uh, yes, yeah, so let's start off with that. It's a good start. Um, if you guys all give me a... Um, 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 if you guys will give me a role, um, an intelli- um, yeah, an intelligence role, please. Apparently, I'm not that intelligent. Neither <laughs> <laughs> am I. Do we have any passes? No, I just miss it. Eighteen. Yeah. Yep. Fifty-six. Uh, Fifty-five. Yep. Is that a pass? I can spend one luck now. Uh, if if you if you want to, yeah, you can you can spend the luck. I will spend uh, one on. of luck uh, d- d- and make need- it a success. Does he need to? Because I got an eighteen. I'll spend I'll spend one point of luck. Yeah, I mean it's both. Um, so, um, so hang on, just double checking Jason's name, uh, Liam. Um, okay, so Liam, you you've heard of uh, Sticky Jack. Um, you know that he is a. Uh, he, he's a freelance burglar, as as Mordecai said, um, and he take kind of random burglar opportunities, um, mostly from like around the, the campus district, around the Miskatonic. Um, but that that's pretty much the extent of what you know about Sticky Jack. Um, you know he's Irish, is, is the only other thing. Um, now, um, yeah, right, right, Connor, uh, you you know uh, a little bit more. You kind of know that he. Um, usually frequents speakeasies uh, on the lower, lower South side. Um, and, and he's got a quite a good friend who kind of rolls around with him, a guy called Joe Greasy Spoon. Um, and, and, and you know, all the other information as well about, um, you know, he normally does his, his hits around the, the Miskatonic area um, and things like that. And um, he's very much on the, the same level as the rest of you guys. He's nothing, Nothing big in the game, but he, he just does small little catch and grabs. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, I. That's what he is. That's what he is. 
And I, I look forward to bringing him down just because he's competition. If for nothing else, yeah. Uh, just uh, this is a uh, player question. Uh, we have mm -hmm. to the end of the week. What day is it today and what time is it? Uh, the day is um, well, when you guys were last knocked out, uh, all of you. It was, um, it was um, October 25th, which is a Wednesday. At uh, 1922. Okay. So, um, from the fact that it's it's daylight now, you'd all assume it was probably the next day, October 26th, 1922. Um, uh, are you guys still all just hanging out in the in the warehouse? Of what's the? I'm I'm getting up. I'm cleaning off my clothes because yeah. apparently nobody has any respect for the fact that these are expensive clothes. Let yeah. us get something to eat. Okay, I'm going to get cleaned up and obviously get up my little bit, bits and pieces that were dumped on the ground. And as just as a matter of interest, looking around, did our van make it to this location? No, 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 no. You, you like yeah, the warehouse is completely bare um, and empty except for for you guys and um, and what they dumped in front of you. Yeah. Okay, nothing outside. In so what do you I'm, think I'm, they did? They came and they knocked us out and then they dragged us here and they left our van out there. The fuckers. We're going to have to drive out there and see if we can find our van unless they brought it and it's outside. Who knows? Um, you want to go to Maestro's? They got uh, meatball sandwiches. Yeah, why not? It sounds why not? Maestro's it is. Oh, right enough. We'll try some of that American food, meatballs. All right. So well, you guys Italian, are Italian, but it's you good. Do not have, you do not have meatballs in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, well, I, like I say, I'm not from, I'm Irish because I'm an O'Leary, but it's four generations we've been here. I'm red, white, and blue on the outside, and I'm green on the inside. <laughs> cool. So, so you guys um, all um, obviously head towards the, the door um, uh, that, that um, the, you know, O'Leary and stuff had left through and, and stuff. And you guys come out, and very quickly, uh, for those of you who know Arkham, realize that you guys are at the docks. Um, okay. um, so it's an abandoned warehouse in the docks, um, uh, and and uh, yeah, your, your your truck is is outside. The window's still smashed in and stuff, but there's there's plenty of room for for everyone to to, to jump in. Um, Damn smashed window! What the fuck are we gonna do? Gonna um, fixed. Can you uh, can you guys give me a spot hidden? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Oh, I apparently have my eyes closed. <laughs> I may be called lucky, but I'm not very lucky. Yeah, we established that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got a, I got a 16 out of 65. Cool. Um, so you um, sort of just started, you know, you were, you were looking around the, the van to try and see, you know, if there was any other damage apart from the smash window and stuff. Um, and it's at that point, you, you look under the car and you notice that there was two um, straps where you can clearly tell from your experiences that um, it looks like two people strapped themselves under the van, um, which makes you obviously sort of realize that uh, when you guys left the van at the burglary, two guys got strapped under your van, and then you guys drove off with two members of the Irish mob literally That's how right they found under us. That's how they found us so fast. Right. I thought oh, like they were using some sort of uh, Arkham witchcraft or something to find us. Right, right enough. I was thinking Sorry. there that, but praise, praise to the Morrigan, it's not so. You know, 
This really pisses me off, though, that they let us go through all of that work knowing that there was no fucking money in the bank. It's like this was all just to teach us some sort of a lesson and to get us to where now we have to do some work for them. Right, and I'm wondering about this timing. He said that they, somebody was supposed to have shot me, Michael. And if it happened, then there wouldn't have been a problem at the bank or something. I'm not sure what the, where this time frame fits in. I didn't understand you. Um, it wasn't Michael who was shot. It was it was um, Portello. No, the, but the, he, he said that Michael would if if the guy had followed through and shot Michael. I I apologize. I did not mean to. Well, that was yeah. That was um, Lucky's hit was on Michael. <laughs> right, and if it succeeded, it would have been moot. Apparently, hey, guys, I'm starving. I had some complications. Let's go <laughs> eat. Cool. Yes, less family, more eating. So right. everyone jumps in the in the van. Uh, who's driving? I'll drive. Yes, yeah, okay. it's your van. Cool. So you guys jump in the van and and drive off to uh, to Maestro's. Um, and you go in. It's it's in the morning, so it's relatively busy. Um, you know, people getting getting their breakfast and 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 brunch and stuff like that. So uh, you you guys are t- taken to a table. Um, you look a bit rough, so you get a couple of looks from uh, from the people kind of around you. Um, you know, some of you haven't kind of had time to to clean up from from your scrapes. You've all got, you know, black eyes and <laughs> all kinds of fun stuff. Um, but yeah, so you guys you guys um, sit down and and um, the waiter comes over and goes, "Hey guys, uh, what can I get you?" I heard the meatball sandwich was good. Yeah, we're the, we're the best in town for sure. Yeah, I will have this and the beer. Two beers. You know we're in the middle of prohibition, right? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, let, 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 let me, How about I, some Irish coffee? I yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking about. Have you got any of the Irish coffee, the special? You know, oh I've yeah, been I, here I, long enough to to get some of that. I, yeah, I think we got some of that. I I, I can do you do you someone on that. Yeah, but no, we got we got no beer. We we ain't got none of that stuff. No. Yeah, I, you don't want any of that. You want we're, some we're a legal establishment, you know. Absolutely. So I'll yes. be having two meatball sandwiches and plenty of that Irish coffee, if you would please. I will have it's whatever you can night. legally give me. <laughs> it gives um um Anthony a, a very odd look of like. Like you, you, you are completely out of place with the, the bunch of these guys. You're very tan, dark skin. Um, you look more Italian than Irish for sure. Um, and, and then you open your mouth and you have this very, very thick Spanish accent. So it's kind of throwing him off a little bit. Um, but he takes orders for, for all the rest of you guys and, and goes off. And um, you guys are, have, are have you, a moment to... Are you guys like fucking kidding me? You, you've never eaten here before? It's I've like, never had the opportunity. Nah, nah man. <sighs> and you like you want the Irish stuff, huh? I was. Uh, the... I have eaten here before, but I was how you say having joke. Hmm. Well, uh, so what are we gonna do? Well, it seems, Dale, you might know a little bit more about Arkham and stuff like that, but this greasy spoon feller, is that a good place to start to find our way to Sticky Jack? Yeah, where do we find him? 
Right. I'm in your hands, Nevin. I'm in your hands. I don't know the place at all. All uh, that well, I should say. I would like to find what he stole. Mm -hmm. We know nothing about who he stole from. For all we know, he uh, obviously it's something important, but well, we for should sure. find out what, what he took and who he took it from. For sure. To get to, and that's what Sticky Jack's got for information. He's got the names. He's got the items, or at least where they probably went to, the last thing he did. And he's the man we want to find. But to find yeah. him, we might have to find Greasy Spoon. You're probably right. You know, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that piece of shit, Sticky Jack, he tends to hang around the campus district where all of them fancy uh, professors and school teachers live. And sometimes they have nice things, you know. So that's probably what he took. But you know, good um, if he took something that is a uh, art object, then it's easier to find. So you know your art stuff, don't you, Antonio? I do. So one thing that I know of the um, well. If he robbed the legitimate people, then legitimate people call the police and uh, they have insurance policies. So <laughs> it will be in the newspapers. You know what? That's not always true because <laughs> rich people don't always pay for the things that they have in their house. <laughs> I am innocent young man. I do not know what you speak of. I mean, sometimes if they've got something really valuable, they don't always get it on the from a store, they get it from the black market, and then they don't want the police knowing that they had that in their house. So right you enough, know. them objects to art, they'll, that's a, that's a, that's a high dollar business for sure. And especially if it's valuable. I'll tell you now, an idiot like Jack, Sticky Jack, probably would find himself a million dollar painting and take it to the local uh, pawn shop and sell it for 20 bucks. Right. That's what he would do. But if he's been hired by Mr. Unknown, then he might have a purpose there where he's going to get a nice chunk of change for whatever it was he picked up. So to know that is where did he pick it up from is one thing. Where did he give it to is another. And that's equally important. Yeah. So, it's the greasy spoon guy we gotta find. You know the funny thing about meatballs. It reminds me of my old da. You know, he said to me, Liam, and I feel a little bit lost right now, like I've lost something. He said, "Son, it's a bloody good job your balls are in a sack, or you'd lose them as well." <laughs> Is this story helpful to our situation right now? Of course, of course, of course it is, because it's got um, small thinking. You should Nevin, always know where you your balls a, are. Right, um, and that's what I mean. You know where your balls are, and only very important people know else where else they are and get their hands on them. I am that's glad I'm hanging out with you gentlemen. I'm learning so much. Uh, Nevin, could you give me um, an idea roll, please? Yeah. Uh, Ten. Um, so, could you, uh, you, you're talking about like... Uh, like a pawn shop or, or a fence or something like that. Um, and uh, obviously you, you know um, the guy who kind of, you take some of your stuff and you think, 
something of, of that high class if maybe it was taken from that area if it's made this big a deal um there's only one guy in town that you would really take it to uh and it's a guy called abner wick ah mr wick <laughs> you know um, there is i do know a guy i do know a guy uh but i got it to warn you he's a little scary He's very good with the customers because people trust him, but I know that he's got some really scary shit going on in the background. So, But I bet you if there's any kind of valuable, especially if it's some sort of antique or object de art, they would take it to him if they were smart. And if they took it to somebody else, that person would take it to Mr. Wick. Hmm. That makes sense. I would still like to check out the police blotter to see if any of these crimes have been uh, have been reported. Just to be thorough. Um, and, Anthony, give me give me an idea, Roll, Anthony. Sure. Don't get anybody suspicious. Of we got to keep this clean, okay? Got to keep it clean. No blood. No blood, please. And nope, I just miss it. Cool. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, so you, you guys have had your food um, and everything. Um, you sort of check your watch around this time. It's it's still kind of like late morning. So I'd say it's sort of about 11 to 11.30, just coming up to midday. Um, what do you, what do you, what's, what would you guys want to do? Do you want to, are you all going to do one thing? Are you going to split up? What's, what's the game plan? Well, I don't know. Connor, you coming with me. Nevin, I was thinking, if you and I go and see, do you think going seeing Wick first or finding Greasy Spoon first might be the better way to go about this? Because if Wick is behind it, we don't want to tip him off too soon if we're looking for something. You know, quite honestly, we don't even know what's missing. So. Right. That's what I mean. So what you know these boys. Why don't we go and find Greasy Spoon? you and I to start with, and then maybe that leads us to Sticky Jack, which is a good place to go. While we're doing that particular line of inquiry, if you will, then the other two boys could be checking out some of the stories about what went missing, if it's even hit the news. Or they could also be checking out, uh, what was I looking at here? I think... They were doing a job, correct? Well, Noggy, you were doing a job, weren't you? I was. Now, what was Anthony that job? And, and Liam. That's right. Speaking uh, of which, where is Liam? Right. Liam's there. He's, he's been sit, sitting in the corner, just being a bit quieter and, and stuff, and he's in his mirror. And he's, uh, he's you guys know Liam. Um, he's probably out, out of the bunch of you guys. He... I guess he calls himself a bit of a hired gun, bit of a mercenary. Um, but he, he's the one out of you guys that definitely has more of the reputation of being a bit of a, of a tough guy. Um, you know, so he's probably the most seasoned member of, of this group. What do you think? He's been sitting over there. Holy shit. Oh, I know what it was. He doesn't want to hang around with us now, does he? Because we fucked up our... I know what it was. I was thinking checking out the actual area where apparently this may have come from, which was near the university where Sticky Jack hangs out. 
if they go over there, why would you dress a little nicer to walk around in that neighborhood? Because they they're hoity toity. Wouldn't take me long to get cleaned up, but we're going off to see. I'm thinking, Greasy Spoon and and Mister Wick Abner. Yeah, we gotta so, be careful with that one. Because um, what are the rest of you guys wanna wanna? I'm mean, I'm I'm sounds like you guys are splitting up. Is that? I feel like I got to stick with Nevin and Connie. You need a bit of... Liam, are you not hanging around with us anymore? We're in enough trouble already. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're still partnered with Antoni. Do you like me to call you Antoni or Anthony? Anthony. That sounds really Italian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I find it's um, it is easier for for Americans to pronounce. So, at least you didn't put a goddamn O on the end, like Antonio. Um, Liam, can you give me an idea roll, please? That would be a fail. No problem. Cool. Um, you, uh, like I said, you're a bit more seasoned. You kind of know all the stuff and these guys are talking about and all coming out ideas and you sort of get up from your thing and, and come over to the table and sit down and, you know, you open a pack of cigarettes and you kind of, uh, you know that if, if you want to find some information out, you've got to, cause these guys are all talking about like, this is where the jobs were done. And, and you, you were listening very carefully to what Mordecai said. And he said, I don't know what was taken. I don't know where it was taken from. All I know is that three jobs were pulled by Sticky Jack about a week ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first thing you need to do if you want to find out information is you, any contacts and like you need to start asking questions to people that might know information about, you know, any of this, this, this stuff. Even like the Greasy Spoon conversation is going on. You, you're, you, you were very easily apparent. You were like, you don't know where Greasy is. You know Greasy's his friend, but you don't know where Greasy is. You don't. Jack hasn't been seen for a week, so you don't know where Jack is. Like you know, you've just been thinking all this time. It's like these guys are just talking, and you're like, okay, fine. If we're gonna do this, boom. Nevin, I, uh, I still, I would like to check uh, the local papers. So when, let me take a few hours to do that. Then I will meet you somewhere. All right. Um, why don't do we, we for, just uh, want to get um, Liam have that interaction with you guys? Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. So maybe we should go find one of these guys where they hang out. See if we know anybody that can tell us where they might be at this time. Maybe do some convincing to tell them. Get them to tell us. Okie dokie. So we don't know where they are, but do we know, or do you know, Liam, where they usually do hang out when they're not busy actually working? I don't know. Do I? Uh, yeah, you, you know, um, like most guys, uh, obviously in the criminal underworld, uh, a pretty safe bet is going to be speakeasies. Um, and there's a few kind of Irish predominantly uh, speakeasies. Um, there's one called Sycamores. Um, and then there's one called um, uh, the 
um, the Shamrock. Um, the Sycamores is probably a bit more of a, like a high class um, uh, speakeasy. Um, it's uh, hidden behind a, a, a bakery um, um, and, and, and stuff like that. So that's a kind of higher range uh, area. And then um, Shamrock is more of kind of like a working man's kind of place. Um, it's run by a, um, a, a female, as she inherited off her dad. Um, her name's Abigail O'Toole. Um, and you know her, she, um, she's a beautiful, beautiful redhead. A lot of the, uh, the, the, uh, the Irish, f- um, fellas are, uh, pretty sweet on her, but she's, she's currently dating a, um, pretty, uh, tough and rumble private investigator, American, um, Italian, um, Irish American investigator who, um, can sometimes he's on pretty good terms with the Irish mob. Like he doesn't, uh, like cover things up for them, but he, you know, make sure they don't get blamed for everything. <laughs> I like already. Hey, if we can corrupt somebody like that, that's the way to go. Exactly. So. And Nevin, you, you, you would definitely know, um, uh, you would definitely know Shamrocks. Well, yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's okay. let's get to it. We're not going to hang around here all day. Definitely not. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So, yeah. what's the what's the plan? Are you splitting up? What's the? I'm with well, Nevin I, and Connor. I yeah. think that yeah, me me uh, we're going to go look and see if we can find this greasy spoon fella. Okay. And uh, I'm not sure about Liam, but I know that Aunt, Aunt Anthony. And probably Liam. They're going to go and see if they can find any any leads on what has gone missing, or if anybody's reported the theft. Yeah. Where should we meet up then? Well, it might. Shall we meet up at uh, dinner? All right. Let's say at. Uh, uh, we can go to Shamrocks. That sounds like a good idea. Is that the one with the attractive lady? Yeah, the redhead. Of course, that's like saying, that is the one. That is the one where we should meet. It's like saying, you know, that Irish girl, the redhead. <laughs> right, like, enough. Which it's one? It's like saying, who's that Irish guy with the red head and the green <laughs> eyes? <laughs> now you could expand it and say the redhead with the big hooters, but. That's also every Irish girl out there. What I love about the Irish I have met in this country is their class. Lower, lower class. <laughs> hey, hey, we're not so low. <laughs> cool. So, um, survive. so uh, obviously Niven and, and, uh, and Conair and, and, and Karen, uh, you guys pile into the van. Um, Anthony and, and Liam, what, what are you guys wanting to do? Whereabouts are you guys heading? All right. I, uh, believe it or not, I think I'm actually going to the library. Okay. Uh, do you want to go to just like the normal public library? Do you want to go to the university library? Let's see. Actually, I will go to um, the university library. You guys uh, head off. Um, to you know, you guys are obviously, as you said, on the hunt for for Greasy Spoon, was it? Yeah, yeah. I, I got a quick question too to ask, and that's yep. 
this 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 theft, the the triple theft that the, the, the sneaky the sticky fella. Um, how long ago did that happen? Are we talking about yesterday? About a week. No, about, about a week. About a week. So, yeah, they. Yeah, no one's seen Sticky Jack for about a week. They think he could be lying low, um, or stuff like that. But um, he just he knows. Um, Mordecai heard through through the grapevine that uh-huh. that Sticky Jack had done a job. Uh, he'd done three lifts in one night, um, which Mordecai was like, "Well, hang on, I wasn't told about this. I wasn't, you know." Right. Yeah. You're driving around, and and you kind of come to the realization that you 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 don't know where to start looking for um for for greasy, um, you know uh, from as you say you know that um Sticky Jack normally did his lifts from around that the 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 um the university kind of district the um but you you don't know where greasy is and and all that sort of stuff so um. What what do you what where do you want to start looking? What's the sort of? Well, I I was thinking that well, I thought I'd I'd ask this earlier, but I'm thinking that if you guys Nevin in particular and Liam knew of Greasy Spoon, who's apparently a little bit of a competition there for Nevin, we'd know where their usual hangout is over the course of years. Now they're kind That's of with awesome. a rival. Uh, a rival boss, or not with O'Banion, right? Yeah, no, they're they're, they're both very much. Um, so Sticky Jack is a burglar that you know of, um, and he's he's freelance. He doesn't work directly for the mob. He just pays them a cut to let him work in their districts. Um, so he works with a variety of different ones. Sticky, um, but Greasy Spoon, um, from what you know, isn't isn't a burglar. He's just a friend of. Um, Sticky Jacks, um, but he he's still a criminal. But from what you know, he he's not a burglar. He's very much the lowest rung of that kind of more um, more kind of like perch snatcher type situations and things. Well, I'd say probably the best way, the best thing that we can do is we can go find some low life places and uh, start asking around if we can find uh, this greasy spoon fella. He does right. sound like a low life. Right, that might be so. And that's what I mean is he's probably had a lot of habits, both of them over the years, so they'd have regular haunts where they're going to get their information yeah, and where they're going to get their things traded out and talking in conversations. I mean, I've been in many a pub and there's always a middleman and a guy coming in and a guy going out. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, Connor, see, we have a problem here in the U.S. right now, and that's that there ain't no pubs. Uh, not not any that are open that that people actually well you, you, there are what we call speakeasies where they're selling alcohol but yeah he, there's I think there's three possibilities look there's he could be in a speakeasy right now well there's four possibilities he could be in a speakeasy he could be in a a, a, a whorehouse like Madame Liam's or uh, and and no offense uh, well Liam's not here right now but. Uh, it's 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 Asian. It's not it's not Irish. It's Asian, uh, and then uh, he could be where they're gambling, which is you know mostly the speakeasies too, or he could be on the job right now. He could be out there snatching purses and 
tricking little children out of their lollipops. Well, I'm thinking then, why don't we start with a speakeasy that you already know about? The yeah, we'll put it, yeah. And ask around, and maybe they can tell us of another place. They have, are we, hanging out. have we split up? Yeah, you guys are split up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so you guys are heading off to the Shamrock then? Yeah, we're going to go to the Shamrock and see if we can find a lead. Cool, no problem. So I will I'll pass back over to uh, Anthony and Liam at the moment. Um, so you guys, um, you guys were headed back home to Anthony's um, to get some change of clothes and stuff um, and, and polish up. And then you were headed to the library. Is that correct? That is the plan. Cool. Um, so you're not too far uh, from, uh, um, from your place and, and you guys walk there and, and you get dressed and you actually get your own car, Anthony. Um, and you guys head off to, um, did, did Liam, do you want to go back to your place and get a change of clothes or are you happy just being in what you've got and stuff? I'm going to assume that while they were gagging us, blindfolding us, and beating a few people, they were not taking particularly good care of our clothing. Right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling around on the back of a truck, probably. And the like, the 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 where you were was just um like covered in grease on the bottom of the of the the warehouse. So you got yeah, you guys are filthy. Yeah. <laughs> they, um, that's also why you got weird looks when you went to the restaurant. <laughs> All right. Cool. So yeah, um, did you want to go get a change of clothes, Liam, and stuff? Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're not looking too good. A little, a little bit like tramps right now. Yeah. Okay. So you guys both go back to you know, obviously go to Antonini um, first, and and you you get changed, have a shower, um, and then get your own car. You drive over to Liam's place. He gets all all uh, glammed up and 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 things. Uh, by this point, it's probably like. Uh, 12 mid um, 12 30 or something you know it's taken a little bit of time for you to get ready um, uh, and and you guys head off uh, to the, the the university to the to the campus district um, to go to the uh, to the library um, you uh, get to the library and um, you, you know it's a marble halls library building um, and um, at the very front of the steps though, there's a large dog, like a mastiff, uh, that's been chained to the front steps. And as you guys get closer, it's just sitting there. Everyone else is walking past. But as you two guys get closer, it jumps up and starts to growl quite loudly um, as you approach. Have I ever seen this dog before? No. Um, Go to the university that often? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why has he got a problem with me? I is it a black dog? Uh, no, no, it's it's just like a like a like a kind of brown textured, um, yeah, mastiff, which is like it's a bit like I don't know if you guys know what mastiffs are, but they're enormous yes. dogs. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, lots of slobber. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't know. I do. I get along with animals. I don't understand why the dog would just like. Do I? Like I don't. I, I don't understand. Can we just walk around the dog? Yeah, it's it's on a chain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> smart ass. There's there's smart assery happening in chat. For <laughs> those of you who are curious, every once in a while, while if I suddenly burst into laughter, um, we go I walk around. Yeah. We walk around the dog. I'm just and the dog just follow like it it follows you along and it's kind of fighting against its chain. It it very clearly does not like you and it's attracting um 
kind of notice from people around you because like I said, the dog was kind of just sitting there before. So now definitely there's quite a few people looking at you and, 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 and have noticed you guys there. Um, That's odd, but all right. Um, If I had a meatball, I would throw it to the dog and make him friends, but I'll go (laughs) just head into the library and get on about our business. Okay. Um, so you guys uh, kind of um, you guys walk up to the to you know through the main doors and um, it's it's got a high ceiling and as you walk through there's books on uh, all like stacked stacked like you know eleven high it's really really amazing beautiful place and some stained glass windows and things like that um, and in the middle of the room there is the big wooden desk with um, with the desk clerks behind it. Um, and you, you get up to, to, to the front desk and there's a, there's a, a young lady um, at the front of the desk and um, she's uh, kind of like a bit more plain looking, but she, you can tell she's tried to maybe do a bit, bit of work to her hair and wear a bit too much makeup to maybe make herself look a bit nicer than just plain, which has kind of had the opposite effect. Mm, I like it when they try too hard. Um, but yeah, she, she looks up when you, when you come in and, and, um, sort of sees you both and, and, and smiles and, Oh, uh, how, how can I help you gentlemen? Um, see, yes, miss it. Uh, it's a great, uh, how should I say I'm new to, uh, your country. And I, I was just hoping to read some of the local newspapers for the last week or two. Oh, well, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, just over there and the, and down the sound she directs you. Um, you you'll find all, all uh, uh, the the Arkham Gazette newspapers for well, you know, years back. No, oh, and um, I'm sorry. Well, I am Anthony. What is your name, Miss? Oh, right. Uh, my now. name. Uh, she kind of. Oh, <laughs> my my name's Lucy. Uh, Lucy Kalowski. Oh yes, perhaps. Uh, well, after I've done uh, a little bit of. Uh, uh, business here, perhaps I should come back and um, speak with you for a minute. Um, and it's at that point that you hear a uh, <clears throat> behind you, and uh, you turn to see a Madame Trunchbull type woman. She's a much bigger, very stern-looking woman. Very clearly, is the the main the head librarian of the uh, of the um, of the of the library here at the university, and she is giving you the dirtiest of looks. Uh, Anthony, and um, she goes, Lucy would not be available for you, sir, in that fashion. This is a respectable area. Please go on with your business. Uh, and she goes this- behind the desk, and she's, she's, she's not taking her eyes off you. Yet again, you have attracted um, a more attention than I, I, I assume you wanted. <laughs> I uh, just... I just nod. I uh, give Lucy a wink and uh, go over to uh, do the actual business we came here for. Okay. Is there anything you wanted to do, Liam? I'll just nod politely to Lucy. Yeah. Um, give me a spot hidden, both of you. Sure. Uh, nope. I just missed it. Oh, I just passed. You just passed. Just passed. 49 out of 50. 
that she reached okay. for a shotgun under the library desk? Or? So, um, Liam, as, as you're passing the desk, um, you happen to look down uh, at, at, the, at the desk and, and you notice um, on the desk there's a little file that um, has the word police report written across it. Um, you sort of just, just, just glance at um, very quickly. Um, but, uh, the date that is on the police report matches up to about a week ago. Um, and it's just sort of sitting on the desk there. Um, do you want to do anything with that? Is that, you know, uh, not right now. Yep. Cool. No problem. And then when we, when we get out of, uh, hearing range, I'll yeah, talk to sure. So you guys um, head off to, you know, to the um, where she directed you to um, the 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 uh, parts of the the newspapers and things are. And she's right; they're all kind of there, and they're stacks, and you pull them out, and you can read through them. Um, so, give me a give me a library use, Anthony. Uh, and Liam, you might as well check okay. the papers as oh, well. Yeah. That is a, a hard success. Cool. Same with me. I got five. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. Very good. Um, sweet. So, um, hang on. I'll just set this up. Yes. Okay. So, this is uh, the article that um, Anthony... You find this after searching for about, it's quite quick, you go back a week um, and, and you find this, this article um, from a, about a week ago um, and I'll just put it up and you can read it to the group. Arkham Advi Advertiser article from Wednesday, October 19th, 1922. Double theft. A shocking double robbery occurred last night at the Miskatonic University with both the library and the museum being broken into and rare artifacts stolen. Police and university authorities believe the thefts to have taken place between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. However, no word has come forth on whether the two robberies are connected. Archibald Pringler, spokesman for the vice principal's office, confirmed that an ancient Greek scroll was missing from the library and that a Native American dagger was also missing from the museum. Both items are said to hold great academic significance, yet little financial value. So that's the article that, um, that Anthony finds. And then this is the article that, um, after a little bit more searching, uh, this is the article that um, is found by, um, by Liam. All right. Tuesday, October 18th, 1922. Ancient dagger stolen. University staff are today shocked at the discovery of a break-in at the campus museum. Last night, a thief stole into the building and took one of the exhibits, a dagger believed to be of Native American origin. The dagger has been on display as part of the history of the Miskatonic region exhibit, which has excited many young school children with its wide array of fascinating pieces for the last 12 months. The dagger is one of a few, one of the few artifacts pertaining to Arkham's tribal heritage. Dr. R. August Perklinski, noted local historian, commented that the dagger is a rare example of a shamanistic ritual tool, possibly used by a tribal witch doctor to help them journey into the spirit realm. In a bizarre and unexpected twist, the Arkham Police Department has confirmed that a second theft also took place on the university campus last night. Across the campus square, the library building's rare book collection was ransacked. So far, officials have only been able to confirm the theft of, what, of one item from the library, an ancient scroll written in Greek concerning mathematical formulae. 
Mr. Pringler, a spokesman for the university, confirmed that a reward of $100 has been posted to anyone providing information leading to the capture of the thieves and the return of the stolen items. Police have requested that anyone with information should come forward. Cool. Um, so while you guys, you know, you guys have been finding all these articles, I'm going to jump back over to uh, the other three who um, I believe were on their way to uh, Shamrocks. So uh, when you guys arrive, uh, it's pretty much dead on midday and um, uh, the Shamrocks just, just opened. It's the, the front of the Shamrock is, um, uh, it's a flower shop. Um, so you, you kind of you go on through and there's the thing there and you go into the back room, you knock on the door, there's a special knock and they, uh, they open the, the thing and, and they say password and you go shillelagh um, and the, the doors are opened and, and you, you head on down. Um, it's a, you know, it's a real basic place. It's, it's pretty much what you'd think of as an Irish pub nowadays. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's, um, obviously underground, um, a bit more moody lighting. Um, you know, a few of the faces around, but none of them are sticky jacks or or greasy spoons. There's only a few guys who are drinking quite this early in the morning. A couple of guys playing some poker over in the, uh, over in the corner, um, and sitting behind the, the, um, or, you know, standing behind the, the bar, is um, the uh, very beautiful um, young lass, as I mentioned before, um, who you know as um, Abigail. A- Abigail O'Toole. And one moment, I will even give you a quick image of what Abigail looks like, just in case you wanted to know. There you go. Holy shit. Oh, she a pretty little thing. Yeah, so she's, she's uh, a very handsome... Um, young lady, but also sitting at the desk is, um, is another, um, man that, uh, you, you know, and, and it is her, her boyfriend, the, um, the aforementioned, uh, Irish private detective. Um, he's kind of a, a sh- short, stocky, long hair, but a bit of scruff. Um, uh, he, he, at the moment he's sporting a pretty gruesome black eye and, and his hands strapped, but you guys know this guy, his name's Thaddeus Clover Black. Hey, Nevin, Connor, I think I could take that guy. We don't want to take him. We want him on our side. He's away. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's, what, what do you guys want to do? Did you say he was a detective? What he's, a private, he's a private investigator. Uh, you guys know him. Um, uh, he, he, he's a pretty hard-ass kind of Irish-American. Uh, he grew up in New Orleans, um, right. and then he moved here. Um, and his grandfather, who was like really a very well-known um, guy who also had the nickname Lucky um, started a private detective agency and his granddad's since gone missing. So Clover has taken over the, the, the kind of the business um, and stuff like that. And you, he's got the reputation of like, uh, you know, he gets the job done and he, he has the reputation of people will beat on him for like hours and then he'll get up and basically go, cool, my turn and then just destroy yeah. everyone. Like he's, he's a hard as fuck guy. <laughs> But he's a little dark, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go up to the bar right next to him. Yeah. And uh, uh, as soon as I get Abigail's attention, mm-hmm. order drinks for everyone, and I'm gonna she, look. Yeah, uh, she goes. Oh, Nevin, it's a ple- pleasure to have you back and 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 to place. Um, and with that, um, Thaddeus sort of like looks up at you and gives you a quick nod. Um. You, you, and, you and Thaddeus are on good terms. He goes, yeah. uh, oh, it's not too bad there, Nevin. Not too bad. 
Are you uh, like to see that you Irish boys been keeping your nose out of too much trouble? What we can, but we're uh, we're uh, there's there's been some uh, some difficulties lately, and uh, we're we're looking for somebody. We ain't gonna hurt him or nothing, but we're looking for a, a greasy spoon. Greasy spoon. You have All any right. idea where we can find him right now? Uh, and he sort of pulls it. Uh, he kind of grabs you at your arm. You've got your watch on. He sort of looks at the watch and then puts your hand back down. He goes, around that time, where that 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 piece of meat, he'd probably be uh, out on the um, at the campus, doing his uh, little little tricks there. Uh, he likes to play this little trick on uh, on to the people. Um, he'll pretend to have a heart attack, and when they come to check on him, he'll he'll pick their pocket. Classic. Classic. Um, it's at that point that um, Thaddeus notices uh, Connor and 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 uh, and Karen sort of standing behind you, um, and he goes, "Your friend's just going to stand there all day. Are they going to take a seat?" Yeah, boys, boys, have a seat. Yeah, okay. So, God, 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 God bless all here. <clears throat> Taking a seat. I, I I sort of lean into him and I'm like, "So, Thaddeus, who did this to you?" Ah, uh, this. <laughs> Uh, I had a bit of a run-in with the the Portello brothers. Um, their 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 dad got uh, got shot at seems, and they um they tracked me down or something. They said it was some Irish fella. They wanted information, but uh, uh they they regretted that decision pretty quickly. Um, get, if you're looking for them, they're in the infirmary. Good. Saint Mary's probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I'm too worried about it. I did my part. So uh, I, I, I said, well, take care of yourself. And I go over and sit down with the others. I said, yeah. well, that was, <laughs> that's kind of easy. He said, we just got to hang around the campus. Our, our, our buddies will probably run into him. And then uh, it's at that point that uh, Abigail kind of comes over to your guys' table with your drinks and, and puts them down. He goes, um, I couldn't have help but over here there, Nevin. It seems you're, you're you're in a wee bit of trouble. Um, what's going on? If you don't mind me asking. Well, let's just say that things didn't go as planned, but we're here, aren't we? So we're alive. Hmm. Right. Well, uh, you know, I'll I'll put this on your tab. That's mighty kind of you, sir. And if I may, just ask a one question, because other than finding greasy spoon. We'd be looking for Sticky Jack. Where would he be at this time of day? Oh, if... Sticky Jack! Oh. God, I, I um, give me a, a, give me a charm roll. Yeah, Connor, do you need glasses? <laughs> Thanks for the drink, ma'am. <laughs> Abigail <laughs> is a guy. I mean, is a girl. Shit, no, I'm doing it. <laughs> Abigail's a very pretty girl. <laughs> It's a beautiful girl, guys. But well, I lean in and say that. We're going to have to keep okay. our eyes on you, Connor. I, I, uh, you, you, you might have to because I've actually got a hard success on that one. Um, so she, she knows. Um, she says, uh, oh, Jack. I, I haven't seen Jack for at least over a month. Um, but if you're, if you're wanting to know about Jack, well, the person you've got to talk to is, uh, is Vince. Um, Vince the Spider. You know, I think I think he uh, he talked to Jack. Oh, not that not that long ago. They they usually keep in pretty good touch. 
Um, you, uh, Lucky, you, you know uh, Vince the Spider pretty well. Um, he's a just slimy kind of, um, you know, g- guy. He, he tries to, to be like, he's one of the lieutenants of the Irish mob, but he's, he's really not. Um, he's glass-jawed, kind of, he's more pathetic than you. Um, but uh, for some reason, um, he does have a few people that sort of, he's more like an information guy, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like if, if you want to know what's going on about certain people, he's, he's a gossip. Um, so he kind of pretends like he's, he knows, but he, he just finds out this information himself. He doesn't have a natural connection to anything. Um, but yeah, you, you, you know where to find, um, not know where to find spider if, if you need him. Yeah. We, oh, fellas, I luckily know, uh, where the, uh, spider is. He's a bit of a dickhead, but you might talk. Well, now, 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 Miss 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 Abigail, I've I've noticed something about the United States over these past months. Everybody's got these extra names, like there's Joe Greasy Spoon and Sticky Jack and Vince the Spider and Co- Lucky Connor or Karen and stuff like that. What Karen Lucky Coonan, man. That's Jesus. that's the word I was looking for. So, Abigail, would your name be Abigail the Angel? Um, with that, you hear a very loud cough from over at the bar. Um, and Abigail goes to just looks over her shoulder at, uh, at Thaddeus, who, who hasn't turned around. He's just, he's just coughed very loudly and deliberately. Um, uh, and uh, she sort of, she kind of looks back at you with kind of a, quite a, like a dark look on her face. And she goes... I'll have none of that in my bar. For sure. Aye. Well, then it's not the angels we'll be worrying about, hey? If you want a nickname, how about Dickhead? And she walks away. <laughs> I'll laugh. Oh, the, the woman's a lovely devil. So she Connie, is. You, Connie, you got Connor. away with the ladies, don't you? Connor, she's telling you what part of you she's going to cut off if you try to make a move on her. Oh, to be sure, who's making a move? I'm just being a nice, charming man. You know, it, 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 it brings up a topic of discussion, and it's, uh, we haven't come up with a, a nickname for you, Connor. It's ticket. <laughs> it's got to be something that you're going to hate. Hmm. It's kind of a luck, the, the loser. Come to think of it, Nevin, you haven't got a nickname yet either. <laughs> I um, kind of do. Nevin, in my own family, everybody calls me shithead. <laughs> um, but also uh, on the street, Nevin is, uh, he is known by another name, um, but it's kind of more of a, uh, he, he hates the name because it, it, um, it brings up his, his acne scarring. They call him Scarface. Um, which oh, there's a of, name that will go down in history for sure. <laughs> uh, Nevin Scarface <laughs> O'Leary. Scarface. But then when people say the name near him and they look at him, they realize it's not because he's got like battle scars. It's because he's got quite bad acne scarring. So he, he doesn't like people um, using it. And because of his, his family name, um, he sort of threatened that he'd put his cousin on people if they kept calling him it. So it's like what people call him behind his back. They will never yeah. say it to his face. Yeah, they don't want it to happen to us, to them. 
what happened to all those people in Chicago after my great aunt burned the whole fucking city down. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the O'Leary's are definitely... She blamed uh, it on a cow. <laughs> the O'Leary's yeah. are definitely um, a well-known uh, crime family, for sure. So while you guys are just finishing up your drinks and stuff, I'm going to jump back over to um, mm-hmm. Anthony and, uh, and, and Liam, who are uh, at the library. And you, you've done researching. I said you found your, you found your articles. Um, in that time, you also um, found uh, one final article, which I'll just bring up here. Um, so this is, you did a really, really thorough search. It took you about maybe an hour and a half. Um, but this, this one, um, uh, can you both give me luck rolls? Got a 30. Your luck, by the way, Anthony, I think, um, that's good. What did you have? So, um, me, I had, uh, I have 49 luck. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, no, I, I fail. Okay, cool. So Liam, you, you're the one that finds, uh, finds this last, uh, last article. So I'll just get you to read that out quickly. Wednesday, October 19th, 1922 paper stolen from the home of professor. Arkham police are investigating a break-in at the residence of one of Miskatonic University's leading professors. The home of Professor Stanley David was broken into last night, with the culprit entering the professor's study and making off with a number of papers that the professor was working on. I just don't understand why anyone would want these papers, said Professor David. It's just a translation of an ancient text that I'm working on and has no financial value. Perhaps the helpless thief, hapless thief mistook the papers for something else. Well, he'll get a shock when he reads them, laughed the professor. Police are asking anybody who might have seen, have might, you know, police are asking anybody who might have been about South Garrison Street last night between midnight and 2 a.m. to come forward if they saw anything suspicious. Cool. Um, so, yeah, w- with that, you guys, um, that, that's all the articles you could find after after the time you've been uh searching so what what do you want to do after that um well i'm gonna whisper to uh anthony uh and say when we were walking away from the old broad at the at the desk and nice mm-hmm. lucy there, i noticed on the desk a folder that said crime report and it was dated for last week if we can get Lucy in that old battle axe away from away from the desk. Maybe we can one of us can snag that folder and see what's in it. Huh. Let's see. Well, um looking over at the desk are are Lucy and the uh the chief librarian still there? Uh yeah, yeah, they're both there. And um as you sort of peek around the corner um, the, the, the chief librarian is, is, is still looking in your direction, like direct, she's been watching the, the, the kind of the path down to where you guys have been the whole time. All right. Huh. So yeah, so it would be useful to get a look at that folder. What if you were to pretend to have a heart attack and then I uh, go over to them and, and say, hey, my friend's having a heart attack. And you just groan and writhe around on the ground and make a lot of noise. 
And then while they're distracted, I take a quick look through the folder. Yeah, that sounds good. Nice. Uh, give me the nod when you're ready. Okay. Um, let's see. So what exactly are you going to do? I'm going to uh, pretend to have a heart attack. Maybe stagger into a... Into the path. Yeah. And pull them all down and create a, a big distraction. And so first, me, I'm... Here's what the old lady crazy. So you just yeah. uh, just go into like one of the stacks off to the side and then um, give me a few seconds to walk over there. And I will ask for, when you hear me ask for something, then just do your thing. Okay. okay. Um, give me, um, okay, so yeah, no, 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 you do, yeah, go ahead. All right, so I walk back to the librarian's desk and I get the, the chief librarian's attention. I say, so I was, I was very curious about any, um, and I'm a little bit, I make sure I'm clear, like, uh, uh, do you have um, perhaps newspapers from other localities, uh, perhaps nearby towns, and where I would find those? You know, you'd have to go to the, the, the newspaper offices for, for for that information, we we only uh, stock the the Arkham Gazette and the New York Times and you know the, the main newspapers of, of the cities. Ah, actually, uh, yes, the New York Times. Be very interested, and in I'm waiting for Liam to do oh, his thing. Oh, my oh, my my heart, my heart! Knock down a bunch of books and <laughs> and start rolling around on the on the floor. Just, oh, oh. Oh, help me, somebody! Help! Help! Oh. Okay. Perfect. Um, give me. Perfect. Uh, give me luck rolls. Bam. Seventeen. And <laughs> ought one. <laughs> so you got you got a one. Okay, cool. Got um, one. So Liam, uh, you, you your your performance is believable enough. Uh, obviously, for for them to sort of both turn and and um, they both both like uh, scamper over and and um, uh, both of them scamper over. Um, the the uh, the um, head librarian does sort of hesitate for a little bit. She she's still kind of watching you, Antonio, but she realizes that um, I said Liam's performance is very believable, so she does uh, go off with Lucy to to check on Liam, um, and you're able to uh, uh, to look over the desk. Um, and and the, the the file is still there. Um, so give me a yeah. No, I'll let you. Yeah. So you you grab the file. Um, okay. Do you want to pocket the file, or do you? How do you want to? Do you just want to read it there quickly, or let me just read it quickly. I don't actually okay. need to take the thing. Okay. Um, give me. Um, Give me another luck roll, both of you. Uh, nope, I don't make it. Oh, 78. Me neither. Oh, okay. So, um, it's, uh, as you pretty much are leaning over to grab the, 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 the folder is at this point that the head librarian turns and sees you leaning over the ta the, the desk to grab the file 
Um, and it's at that point that Liam, obviously, you, you weren't thinking too clearly. And when Lucy goes to kind of open your, your jacket to, to try and, you know, whatever, she pulls open your jacket and your gun holster and everything and your gun flies out and, and um, she kind of screams in a panic um, uh, and, and you kind of go, oh, shit. Um, and, and so now um, the, the head librarian um, has seen you stealing the, the, the folder and Liam, is uh, you're on the ground very clearly with, with a gun out. What, what do you guys want to do at this point? Hmm. Hmm. That's a, um, well, cut our losses and uh, hightail it out the door. Um, okay. So, so you're, you're just gonna, you're just gonna bolt straight for the door. I, I do. I say, uh, let's cut our losses. And I'm okay. Right um, give me, uh, what are you going to do, Liam? Uh, I'm going to say, oh, oh, I think maybe it was just the meatballs and grab my pick up my my colt <laughs> run out the door okay can you both give me dicks rolls <laughs> oh 18 okay ah uh, yes i make it 37 okay so yeah you, you guys are able to kind of to bolt for the door and things as, as you're leaving um the head librarian uh yells um and and she, she yells the word uh Officer Barnstock. She screams Officer Barnstock. And it's at that point that the door um, from where, which you guys are running to opens and you see the face of a policeman who on a chain is holding the massive, who is going absolutely nuts. Um, Liam, you know Officer Barnstock. He's picked you up a few times. Um, and uh, yeah, so he, he, he knows you're a criminal. <laughs> um, Okay, so what do you guys want to do at this point? Is it uh, a double door or just a single door? It's it's a double door, yeah. But like he's open one side, and you guys are probably I'd say like maybe ten feet away from him now, and the dog on the chain is like maybe three feet away from you because he's like loosened it out. You know, he's holding the dog because basically when you guys left, the dog was just going insane at the door. So the officer came back and was like, the fuck's wrong with this dog? Mm-hmm. And went to investigate with, with the dog. Hmm. All I right. seem to have really bad luck with dogs, if I remember correctly. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys are in a not a great situation. No. Uh... Well, I mean, we're blocked here. And I, I say, well, in my head, I'm thinking, well, we've done nothing wrong. I'm I uh, oh, wait. I you stopped. don't need a license, do you? You don't need a license in the twenties for a, Nin- a no, nineteen twenty. Yeah, but you're a, you are a criminal, though. You've got like a you've got a previous record um, of like violence and stuff like that. So it wouldn't be good thing for them to find it on you. Um, also, Antony is holding a police report. Oh no, I didn't take it. I was just. Uh, oh no, you yeah, you took it. <laughs> you had oh, it because you were, you were going to read it. Ah, all right. I'm fine with this. Unless you did, you drop it like at the desk when you left, or did you like? Yes, I mean, I was not going you... to take it. I was not going to take it with me. I was like, okay, cool. So you... I'm sorry. I should have made that clear when I said cut our yeah. losses. I was like, we found plenty here. There's no point yeah. in taking this thing with me. I don't see like I'm sure it have, might have one or two useful things in it, but it's not worth yeah. the risk of carrying this sure. thing around. 
Yeah. Okay. Cool. So no, you don't you don't, you don't have that on your uh, on your person then. So um yeah, what what do you want to? The, the dog's going absolute berserk, and Barnstock goes, McKenna, what are you doing here? You got anything to do with this robbery? Robbery? Uh-huh. What robbery? <laughs> we came here for books. Robbery? What robbery? I and at that point, that, the uh, the head uh, the head um, librarian comes up behind you, goes, Officer, these two men were trying to steal from behind a desk. I saw that one. That the, the Italian-looking fella, he he uh he was stealing the police report. You dropped by. I am a Spaniard, and it is. Uh, I simply looked at a file on the desk. That is not illegal. I came here to read newspapers, and I have read some newspapers, and now I'd like to go around and uh, go on about my business. Um, with that, um, Officer Barnstock kind of loosens the chain ever so slightly, and the dog jumps about another foot at you quite viciously. Well, I just had indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I believe my friend was not feeling well, and now he appears to be feeling better. Um, and I am not the least bit phased by the dog. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, it's at that point that the the other um, Lucy goes, Officer, be be careful. That the, the man's got a gun. And that, 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 that that's when the police officer goes, "What?" And he pulls out his gun and holds it on both you guys. I put my hands up in the air. I am not. I am an unarmed man. I put my hands up in the air. Follow me. Um, and he goes. And he he, he kind of um, he tells the dog, and he goes, "Stomper, sit." And Stomper sort of sits, and he he kind of comes up to to you, Liam, and then he he pats you down, and he finds your gun and and pulls it out and puts it in his back pocket. And he goes over to Anthony, and he pats you down. And he finds your gun. He goes, "Hey, unarmed, huh? Unarmed, huh? Mister, Mister Spaniard, is this how they do things in your country, huh?" And he oh, he 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 takes your gun and uh, and he puts it. And he goes, "Okay, yeah, yeah, you 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 coming with me?" And he he, he um and he goes, "Stumper, Stumper, you, you watch him, man. Eh? You watch him. If they move, you you chop." And he, he pulls out his uh his uh, handcuffs and he he cuffs you guys both up and um. And he goes, yeah, we'll we'll talk about this down at the station. Um, I'm sorry about that, ladies. That uh, I I got this under control. We got some questions for these boys. Um, and so he he kind of leads you guys both out and and outside oh, the, the Lucy, other... later. Uh, wink um, on the way out the door. And she kind of shivers like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be with no criminal. <laughs> um, as That's you get what out, they all say that there's uh, more policemen and and stuff, and they they put you in the in the cop car and, 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 and things like that and, and pack you up and, and they, they take you off. Um, so jumping back to our, uh, you guys have you know, finished up your drinks and um, things. You've got a bit more information now. Um, and um, yeah, you, you, what do you guys want to do now? Well, let's, so we're going to head out and see if we can find this uh, grease ball. Oh, it's good. greasy spoon. It nailed that's greasy spoon. Where was he going to be hanging out? Around the campus. Right, he's around the campus. And what about this other guy, Zipped? The spider boy. Yeah, we could we could go check on him. Spider's in the, the lower south side. It's quite a poor part of Arkham. Yeah. Right. It's, 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 it's predominantly Italians at the moment. However, if we go see the spider, let me go do the talking. 
right enough that would work for these because I'm thinking that we've already got a couple of boys over at the campus. We don't want to be crowding the place just yet. Not yet. And sticky spiders, grease balls, whatever. You just uh, tell me where to take you and I'll take you there. We'll go see the spider first. Why not? All right, the spider it is. I hope he doesn't have eight legs. I hope he doesn't even. <laughs> okay, so you guys, um, you guys head over to um, to the uh, the kind of the lower south side. And as I said, this it's kind of quite a poor, rough area. And at the moment, it's predominantly um, um, it, it was very recently run by uh, Portello, the leader of the the Italian kind of district of that area, um, who you now know was shot and killed by Lucky, and that the uh, the twins were looking for him, uh, but who are now at St. Mary's Infirmary with uh, a run-in with Thaddeus. Um, but, you, you know, this is this is definitely an area to be cautious, you know Keep of. Keep your heads down, yeah. Yeah, so you, you guys kind of rock up and, and um, um, you, you kind of get out of the car and, and um, you, you've arrived at, like, the, the apartment block where you know that Spider lives. Um, uh, you know, and outside there's there's a there's a couple of kids sort of sick, sitting on the stoop and stuff playing uh playing playing marbles, and 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 things like that. Um, yes, you get what do we what do you guys want to do? Well, I, Nevin, Nevin, I'm going to speak. Do you have do you have any Gaelic? Yeah, no, probably two no. or three words at the moment. Right. Well, uh, you're actually place... pretty good at, at Gaelic, Nevin. You've got oh, am I? You got fifty. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, it's okay. going to be simple stuff. Nevin, I'm thinking you might want to stay with the van in the driver's seat just to make sure. If you want to get out of here quickly. All right. All right. I'll do that. Right. I think that might be the wisest thing to do. And Connor here, uh, Kieran here can do, do the talking upstairs. I guess I'm going to be the in-between man and a little bit of the backup. Are we that good? Sounds right? good. Sounds good. All right. Off we go, and let's go. We just walk past the kids into the building or something. Okay, so as you're walking past the kids, um, yeah, Kieran, you, you you kind of walk past, and then as Connor kind of goes to go next, uh, one of the kids, the, the bigger of the three, sort of puts his foot up, and he looks directly, and he goes, we know him. Who the fuck are you? His friend. Now mind your business. Kids, let him pass. He's with me. Um, uh, when, when you say, mind your business, um, he sort of lifts his hand and a little switchblade comes out and he goes, you're in our neck of the woods, old man. Can't you watch your tongue or I'll cut it out. And then he sort of puts his leg down. And he goes, Karen, if there's any trouble, you'll be blamed. You know where Spider is? Uh, he's in his room. Okay, cool. And, he beat. He kind of He's presses. A he he, uh, he uh, presses a button kind of behind him on the wall, and then you hear kind of a buzzer, and um, uh, and and the door kind of you hear it like it kind of unlock and things and opens up, and and you walk on through. Um, and in the corridor, there's just a kind of a couple like heavy heavies, you know, there polishing the guns and stuff, and um, they sort of look up at you, lucky, and kind of. And I give you the nod. They they know you, but you know, Connor, um, they're they're kind of they see you and they're kind of not sure and they're giving you some suspicious looks and stuff. And um, kind of a Weasley looking guy comes in and he he pats you down, um, and and he uh, kind of takes your weapons out, 
um, the ones that you got and, and, and things like that. And then, um, so at that point, the, the Weasley guy kind of, uh, stops at, a the necklace you've got hanging around your, your neck, um, Connor. Um, and, uh, he sort of, he looks at that and he goes, Hey, wh- wh- where'd you get that? Well, a long time ago. Soft um, painted mother. Uh, and he kind of, uh, gestures to one of his, uh, one of his buddy of my um, buddy, buddy of his, and I um, mean, he, he just a moment he goes, "Hey, that look familiar to you?" And uh, the guy's face kind of goes white um, uh, when he sees, you know, sees the the necklace, and he goes, "God, you you must want a death wish having something like that hanging around your neck." Oh well, would you be telling me what it is then? Um, it's uh, so it's it's a golden necklace. And it's a, just like a ring, uh, and in the very centre, um, it has um, the yellow sign. Um, and he goes, "If if if you got that off 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 your mother, your mother's a bitch." <laughs> well, that might be true, but she did take me every seventh Sunday to the Blarney Stone to kiss it seven times. So you're gonna need. You're gonna need. You're going to need more luck than that. Um, and he goes, anyway, uh, Lucky, head on up. Cheers, lads. So you guys head, head up on the stairs. You get to, um, to apartment uh, 814 um, on the eighth floor, and, and, and you knock, you do your special knock, and um, uh, you, you hear a voice from behind. He goes, yeah, 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 come in, come in. Okay. Okay, I'll just walk, I'll just walk in. <laughs> you walk in and you see, uh, you know, the, a very kind of wiry looking guy. Um, he's got a five o'clock shadow. He's sitting there and he's very much a guy that you get the impression that he's trying to look much more like fashionable and, and stuff. And he's got a nice suit, but it's very clearly quite um, like it's secondhand. It doesn't quite fit him properly. It, it's not tailored, but he's trying to give the appearance of that he's at a higher level than he actually is. Um, he's got kind of uh, dark slits back here, but you, you, you can definitely tell he, he's been dying his hair. There's like bits of white coming through with the regrowth and things. And, um, uh, you know, just the guy just smells of, of, of alcohol and tobacco and, and things. And he goes, Hey, 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 lucky. Yeah, come here. Come here. Get, get, give a uh, good old spider a hug, huh? Hey, spider. Nice and to he, see you. How, you. how you been doing? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm keeping out of trouble. <laughs> hey, uh, who's your, uh, who's your friend? Uh, this is, uh, Connor. We're on a job together. Yeah. Okay. What, what kind of job? You, you in some trouble there, Lucky. Well, we're looking for a fella. <laughs> hey, you, you're looking for uh, a fella. I mean, I, I got some, you know, I mean, Wow. I don't know we're at that level of the relationship. Hey, sticky. No, not that one. Uh, we're looking for a sticky jack. Oh, yeah. You look, you're looking for sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, I talked to him about a week ago. What, what, what is it? Uh, what, what does you want with him? Oh, we just need a few words about uh, a few jobs that he's been doing. Um, give me, give me a. Give me a, a a charm. Give me a charm roll. Ten. 
noise. Um, and he sort of like, he gives you a quick look and he looks over at Connor and he goes, hey, I couldn't say no to you, Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I talked to, 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 to Sticky about a week ago. Um, yeah, he was, he was bragging about, um, he, he had these, he had some, some sweet jobs that he, uh, that he had to do. He did, had to do three, three pulls. Yeah, uh, he was going after a, a book or something from the university and some, some papers from this, uh, some, some professor. And apparently, uh, yeah, he was hired by some out of town of this new guy in town. Uh, his name's uh, Jacob Smith. Yeah. Um, and he, it, it's funny because he, uh, he told Jack, you know, he wasn't allowed to tell, tell anyone about, uh, about, the, about the situation. But, you know, I got I to gotta get my information. You know I get my information, right? So, uh, yeah. obviously, Jack came in uh, and, and told me of the situation of the job. And um, let's just say I, I may have um, slipped the information to a few other people. Um, you see, this this why I'm lying low. I uh, I, I kind of got the feeling that um, you know, Albania's new lieutenant. Uh, you might have heard of him. He's a guy called the Hammer. Yeah, we've uh, we've met. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's uh, it turns out Jack was meant to you know pay some money to him for doing some jobs, and Jack didn't tell him. And it was, look, it it all kind of turned a bit pear shaped right now. So I'm lying low. I don't want any running with the with the Hammer. He's he is bad news. That's fair. That's fair. So Jacob Smith, he sounds a bit like a grade A asshole. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean he he he's some uh some kind of church guy. I don't know. Like he, he's one of those you know those new church people. Like the new religion, come try this new religion thing. And he, he's got some place. Uh, if you want to know information, um, the guy to talk to is uh is Fat Larry. Yeah, yeah, Fat, Fat Larry. You know where um, we can find Fat Larry? Yo, at the diner. Where else? <laughs> they don't call him Fat Larry for nothing, you know? True, true. But uh, yeah, that's that's all I know about uh about um about Smith. All I know is 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 he hired Jack, told him not to tell anyone, uh, which of course, as you can say, went swimmingly, and um, yeah. But I mean, look, it, you know. It, if if you see if you see the hammer, don't don't mention anything, okay? I, I I can't deal with that right now. I got you back. I got you back. So it, 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 um, and he goes, uh, so uh, you know, th- this information it, it don't it don't go cheap. Uh, I just give him a little little dollar. You get, yeah, okay, cool. So so um, you you know you you, you give him your money and and stuff and uh uh. Yeah, you guys hit off. Well, hang on, hang on. Unless you're going, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Spider, uh, I appreciate what you what you've what you've told us here. Uh, if I may, I've got a little bit of a dealings with the hammer myself, in terms of the fact that Michael Connor is my brother. Oh, I I uh, I heard of Michael. Yeah, yeah. He he was uh, causing a lot of trouble recently. He'd been talking bad about O'Banion and, and, and the, the operation and stuff. Uh, yeah, you, you, you know, Michael ain't a, ain't a lucky person. In fact, in fact like, speaking of lucky, weren't you mean to kill Michael? Uh, it, it went a bit tear-shaped. You know where it is. Yeah, well, I heard, I heard you killed the uh, Portello. That, that's something, you know, eye for an eye type thing, I guess. Yeah, I could say it wasn't accidental, you know. I just, it happened. 
Yeah, well, they call you lucky for a reason. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what can I, uh, what, I mean, what, you'd know more about Michael than I do, Mr. Ryan. Uh, sure, it doesn't seem like he'd be the kind of man to do the things that he's been said he's done. I know me, Michael. We've, we come up together in Ireland. We fought for the cars over there in Ireland. And he just seems to have done some strange stuff in this recent times. It just, it just doesn't set entirely true for me. Well, let me ask you this. How, how long have you been in Arkham? Uh, six months, maybe nine. Yeah, well, uh, any Arkham native will tell you. Newcomers come here, they, they spend a bit of time here. It, it can change some people. We don't know what it is about this city, but uh, it, it, can get in, it can get under your skin. It sure can. Well, I, I can certainly see that. I can certainly see that. For instance, I've had a strange thing just happen to me downstairs with one of your wee fellas. And he seemed mighty interested in this necklace, which I picked up quite a while back. Um, he, I've he, got no idea about it. Uh, he, he notices um, the necklace and he goes, and he kind of does, does the, you know, the cross sign. He goes, oh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know nothing, nothing. Uh, I, I don't know nothing about that. No, that's well, you know, that's, so above, that's above my pay grade. Above your pay grade. Uh, uh, give me, give I me uh, my head. <laughs> um, give me, um, give me like a charm roll or or, or something. Hmm. Oh, oh, one. Okay, so, um, so yeah, um, just. You know, how, how would you convince him to, to, to tell you? Look, sir, I'm new in Arkham, and you say there's some problems here. And I don't know shit from Shinola, as they say. So I'm looking here at this little charm here, which I just picked up along the way. The man downstairs looked mighty white after when he saw it. And he's like, he said it was all about a death wish. And when you bring your attention to it. You give me the great sign of the Holy Mother Church, did you not? I did. You did. So there's something here, and I take it as a great kindness to get some idea. What the fucking hell have I got here? And he sort of, uh, you know, takes a heavy breath and he goes, I, I've grown up in Arkham my whole life. No, I see. I've seen some dark stuff, some things I I can't explain. Okay, but that that image—the last time I saw that—a lot of people died. If you want to know more information about it, there's only one man in this city you can talk to. But I wouldn't suggest it. I, if I were you, I, I would take that thing off and I would throw it down the deepest hole you can find and forget about it. Well, I'll take your words mighty kindly there. And I'd like to be thinking about it, but it'd be nice to have the thought and the choice. Who would be this man I would see if I was daft enough to go to him? Because you're clearly very focused on the dangers involved in this. And it's obviously something nasty. Um, he sort of, again, groans and he, and he looks at Lucky and he goes, if you, if you, if you want to stay lucky, kid, you, you, you want to stay clear, well clear of this guy. Um, and he walks over to his, he's got a, like a bureau um, and he goes over and he rummages through a few kind of things and he's not very organized, but he, he finds his old beaten up folded card uh, 
and he and he hands it over to you. And it's a bit grimy and stuff, but very clearly you can see the name Abner Wick. All right. Well, I think I might take your advice and I thank you for your kindness. Yeah. Um, see you so yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, lucky. Stay lucky. Always. Um, um, you guys, so you guys head down and, and um, uh, unlike before, you know, the, the, unlike before, they, um, they, they don't come up and, and, and kind of check on you much. The guy who took your weapon sort of comes up and, and hands them back, but they're staring very well clear of, of, of Connor and, and they're kind of averting their eyes from him and, and, and things like that. And um, uh, as, you, as you kind of leave the, the, the front, even the kids are sort of have backed off completely and, and things and averting their eyes. Um, quite clearly, they're they're very uncomfortable around Connor. See you around, fellas. I say. Um, pardon my rudeness earlier. You're doing a mighty fine job. And, and one of the, the kid who question goes, yeah, 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 yeah. So, sorry about that, Mister. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean nothing by. Hey, hey, kids, take this dollar and you know. There you go. Let's pass Thanks. it. Thanks. Thanks, Mister. And, you know, the, one of the little kids kind of t- t- palms it and takes it. And you guys get back in the car and, and Nevin's there smoking on a cigarette. Yeah, I was I was leaning on the outside of the car because they didn't want the kids to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They did not fuck up I, the car. I flicked the cigarette away. <laughs> okay, so, so what, do you, what do you got next? I feel like we should go pay a visit to Fat Larry. Fat Larry? Yeah. Yeah, Nevin, you, you know Fat Larry. Um, yeah, he's probably back at the same place we just left, the restaurant. <laughs> uh, he can pack away like five of those subway. I don't know what they call them in England. Subway Maple subs. Hero sandwiches. They probably call them hero sandwiches. Um, yeah. Meatball subs. Uh, you want to go see Fat Larry? Why? Well, well to, uh, fill me in. I suppose you fill me in. Yeah, we I fill. do. I certainly do. You know, it's like we got a new name, a Jacob Smith. He seems like an asshole already. Uh, uh, that's why we're going to see Fat Larry, because we should be able to get a connection there. And strangely enough, Abner Wick's name came up again. Ah, that creep. That guy. Right. And I'll tell you something, I don't know what he's into or what you, even what you might know, but boy, those boys in there, when they saw this, they went holy Catholic on it. Well, let's, let's, what, that, the, the funny little necklace? Yeah, necklace. They're, they're, they're getting so fucking superstitious. I don't know what the hell's going on. I said, but I can tell you this about Wick. Look, he pretends to be an antique stealer. But uh, if there's a if there's a black market going on somewhere in this town, he's the one behind it all, because he likes his things, you know. Right, I understand. We're driving. We're we're, we're yeah. driving along as we're doing this, right? I hope the other guys are doing okay. Oh, they should be good enough. They're smart enough not to I get mean, what the fuck? Problem. All they had to do was go read a couple of newspapers. Exactly. That would be fine. How much what trouble could they possibly get into reading a couple of newspapers? Oh, I'll, t- I'll tell you now. You'd have to be a complete fucking idiot to get into trouble in the library. 
Exactly, Lance. Exactly. Um, how are we doing for time? Well, I mean, yeah. if that's a good spot to break, that's it is a good. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's a that's a, a pretty good spot there. Um, yeah, you've made a good start, and and things. Well, some of you have, some of you are already in prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's a that's a um, good spot to to finish up. Um, yeah, I hope you guys oh. have enjoyed and and um, look yeah, forward to the next. Yeah, it's great so far. Yeah, it's been yeah. fun to design. Fun. Our players included Joshua Harwood, Raymond Offord, uh, Darren Pollock, Abel Vargas, and myself with Zane Fleming as a keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps a lot. There's a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.